there are three texting platform types, basically. And um, the first one are those which are built into your ATS. So you purchase an ATS that already has a, a texting functionality. So the, the biggest uh, ATS that I know of that would do this would be iSIMS. So iSIMS uh, purchased this company, TextRecruit, added it onto their system so that their customers would be able to text their candidates through their ATS. Um, I know that another company called TalkPush uh, do this as well, where they provide an ATS to their clients and it's already got that texting functionality built in. So that's, that's, a, that's a route that you could look in. If you're on ISIMs at the moment, you could get them to give you text recruit. I don't know how much extra it costs. Maybe it's an arm and a leg, but hey-ho. Um, or just look up uh, on Google, you know, ATSs that have text functionality and you'll find a bunch like TalkPush as well. Now, if you don't want to get a new ATS, I know how hard, especially if you're in a big system working with the, the systems and the IT and the purchasing to try and buy new software and move everything over, it's going to be difficult. There are a number of platforms which uh, integrate in the ATSs. So for example, uh, this is one called Rectext that have a host of, let me see, have a host of integrations that, um, that essentially is ATSs that they have partnered with to allow them to, to build their software into the ATS. So if your ATS is sitting there without a text functionality, don't worry. Uh, I would recommend you go and look at Rectext. You can see here's some of the, the ATSs that they have integrated with, uh, or again, just Google uh, recruitment text platforms. And um, excuse me, you'll see the ones which have the, the integrations. Third and finally is a separate CRM. And I'm, I'm in sort of two minds about this one. On the one hand, I think it's important that you have a platform that you use to market to your candidates constantly. And that doesn't just live in the, the recruitment process. So if for some reason they lose interest, you want something that's sending them out emails and texts. And you can get a CRM, for example, this is our CRM, AppleChat ATS, and we put in our target uh, leads in here, and we can send them text through that, uh, that CRM just on mass or on an individual basis. So you don't have to have an ATS that allows it to text integrations to do texting. You can just find a separate platform like AppleChat ATS, or um, again, I know I'm giving Google as a lot of these, but really it has to be sort of something that you discover yourself. Google text CRMs and you'll find a host. Uh, there's a host over in the world of sales uh, that, for example, HubSpot that are built to do this. Um, that will be your third option. So to summarize this piece, um, whenever you're thinking about the platforms, think, do you have an ATS that has texting functionality in it? 
it might be hiding there. You might not know if you have iSIMS. I'm sure some of you didn't even know it has texting inside it. Go and look and see if you can add that in because I think that would be the best to have everything managed in one place. Secondly, if that's not possible, then another option would be to integrate a platform like RecText into your uh, into your ATS. So go and look at their, their website. And I'm not affiliated with them, by the way. So I'm just doing it because I think it's a good platform. It's free um, to send unlimited text for $35 a month. It's pretty cool. Um, see if you can integrate with them. You can see they've got integrations. If somebody does call the number that's text to them, then it will be forwarded to your phone number. So it's not like you have to be stuck to the computer all day. And they also have a mobile app. So check that out um, if you don't have something into your ATS. And the third option would be if you don't have um, any integrations to your ATS, then you can just simply use a separate SCRM. And there you can see some of the, the results we have. If you look at the, yeah. So if you look here, we have a conversations tab and that's a place to manage all the texts. So to recap again, what we've done is talking a little bit about why you should be doing text. It's scalable, it's free. Everyone's on text. That's where nurses are looking at their phone. Whenever you're planning it out, you need to go on this sort of journey where the first thing that you do is decide who the audience is and then find the platform and then decide the more complicated stuff, which is the, the language that you're gonna use and the, the strategies that you're gonna use to outreach. Um, and then the platforms, there's three types, directly within your ATS, integrated through uh, an API or a separate CRM that you can use. Now, for my favorite part, I mean, I studied history at university. I love writing and I love marketing, especially. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the language that you use when sending texts to nurses. This is something that's come up in the interviews I've done with nurses as well, where they tell me that they're bombarded every day with texts from recruiters. And I'm a bit skeptical about that. Like we get a great response from text, uh, texting nurses and I, I can't see, you know, seven separate recruiters texting a nurse each day unless that nurse is looking for a job and has given her a number to seven different people. I think it's more of a feeling of overwhelm in the in the in their inbox from recruiters. And by that I mean the the long message which is trying to sell them on a role they've never heard of and get them to do something they don't want to do that really drains them and makes them think less of recruiters. I think that's what's happening too much. And in this section I want to explain why we need to stop doing that and what we can do better. And we can all experience this as well. I want you to, to get out your, your phone and look at the text that you've received. And if there's any particularly bad text from a marketing company or someone trying to sell you stuff, put it in the chat. Because every day we receive stuff like this, like poorly written sales content. And whenever we send long, uninspiring texts to, to nurses, they're feeling the same feeling that we feel whenever we receive 
uh, bad content like that. You know, I'm talking about that classic spammy message. I've got one here. Uh, seal now on, come down and get your 20% discount. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I stop reading because I don't care. So whenever you text candidates, first of all, it needs to be short. So it shouldn't be a long text. It should be at most three or four lines. The reason for that is people are bombarded by notifications and advertisements every single day. And they just don't have the time to, to allot to each one uniquely. So whenever you speak, it has to be short and it has to be digestible. Secondly, you need to spark curiosity. Okay, so we need to spark something inside them, which makes them curious. Now, you can be a bit sneaky through this. The best one that I find that works is, I just, I put it in the chat there. I just put their name into exclamation marks. If, if, if I sent that to you all, I think you all would respond to me and be like, who's this? What do you want? Is everything okay? Like, that's, that's on the, uh, the dramatic end of the scale that shows where if you do something that is short and is mysterious, you're going to spark a reaction. So I want you to sort of hold that in your mind. I wouldn't do that. Like it doesn't really lead to many places, but it does get a response and it does prove that by sparking curiosity, uh, you can trigger people to reply to you. Third point, and I'm going to show you an example after, is make taking action easy. So do not send them a link that goes to that application form on your career site. If that application form is made to be done on a computer by a candidate who's actively chasing that job, we see this a lot as well. Um, we saw one organization, for example, they were doing a career event and they were trying to advertise this. And they said, can you help us advertise it? And they sent us a link to their career site that had an image, uh, a poster saying the event, the time and the place of the, the event. Um, no sign up form, no opportunity for them to take people's information. If we send that to a person, like there's no way that they're going to show up. <laughs> they're just not. If you send them to a website application form, that's going to take 30 minutes to do. Do you think someone who's just on their lunch break and just got a text is going to take the time to do that? Like they're not. Whenever you send someone a text, you need to make that action as easy as possible. You need to make it so easy that someone who's just about to fall asleep and checking their phone before they do it can take action and then fall asleep. Or somebody who whips out their phone when they're on the toilet, they can do it. So don't make it too long and don't make it hard. Finally, which relates to this, like don't ask for too much as well. So that's kind of the same thing. I want to share a few, an example where um, I can sort of pull those things in. So whenever we see a text on our phone, we don't get the whole text like flash up on the screen. You get a preview at the top, which says, um, says the first line. And the best thing to do in that sense is to put their name in. So everyone's favorite word is their name uh, with an exclamation mark because it makes it stand out. Uh, I would put that in the top line uh, in this example so that 
their attention is, is really pulled to their phone. Here, you can see it's only four lines long. I'm asking a, an open question again. So I'm not asking, do you want to apply to my job? Because there's, <laughs> there's not a likelihood that they're just gonna jump out of their seat and say yes. I'm asking if they're open to this amazing opportunity. So this is for a home care agency targeting ER nurses. So I'm asking, are you open to this opportunity to improve your life through these two things that would do it? So I'm not saying, do you want to apply for the job? I'm saying, are you open to improving your life? Finally, making, taking action easily. So I'm sharing, asking them to share a number. So send me a one if it's yes, send me two if it's no, send me a three if you want me to stop. Whenever they respond, I would phone them and if they respond to one, of course, I would phone them and start the conversation there. So really that's, that's a good example. It's gonna be different every time. Again, depending on who your audience is, you really need to keep that in mind. Who's the audience and then decide what to send to them. Here, ER nurses is my audience. Uh, that's because the, the client wanted to hire ER nurses for their home health agency. That got me thinking what's going to be the pain point for a, an ER nurse who hasn't spoken to me before, it's going to be that they might feel tied to the bedside and tied to their manager. Home health purports to not have that as much. And then I'm asking them to quickly share what they want to do. So language is very important in, in, dic in really dictating how many responses you're going to get back whenever you are texting candidates. Finally, uh, Number four, campaign setup. Really quickly on this one, we found that a seven-day campaign with four texts works, something which can provide easy calls to action and something that doesn't last for six months and they, they grow to hate you. We find that if you're going to do a long-term thing, you want to do it over email and a little bit on LinkedIn. Texting is really that high-impact low time low time span and low effort maneuver that you can do to get a bulk of candidates or a bulk of people to say yes in the door and then reach out to them and sell them on the roll. So texting really is about getting someone to raise their hand and say yes and then following that up with a longer conversation um, rather than trying to put everything into the text. So I've got a lot of questions in the chat here and I, I, I know I um, haven't answered any of them during the call. So I'm going to put, uh, put that open on my screen and just go through the Q&A. If anybody has anything else they want to follow up on or ask, uh, Patrick is going to put the, the link to our group in the chat as well. So you can go in and follow up with me or follow up with Patrick and ask additional questions. I'm going to take a question from Brian here, which says, you mentioned calling them if you get a rest response. Is that directly after, or do you send a link to schedule a call? So I would do that as soon as I see the response. So the reason for that is really why not? If they've expressed their interest, and if it's someone that hasn't expressed interest recently, you know that if you look, think of it as like a, a wave, 
they've expressed interest, but it's going to go down pretty quickly as they go about their day. So you really need to catch the high and phone them whenever they have you in their mind and they've said yes and start building on those yeses rather than waiting. Of course, if they don't pick up, I would text them the link that naturally. But if they've said yes, uh, it comes with anything. Like if someone's just applied, I would call them as soon as possible to try and jump on them. Uh, Nora, we sent that text two weeks ago, so I cannot answer. Nora asked how many people were hired from the, the people who responded to our text. If you join uh, our group, Nora, or add me on LinkedIn, I'll happily uh, let you know in a few weeks whenever that candidate pipeline is played out. Um, Brian says 30% off sale and tonight is a daily text that he gets. Yeah. <laughs> and it, um, so Brian, that, that text is like the, the statement of fact. So this is something which is happening. It doesn't spark curiosity. It isn't relevant to the audience. And I presume that you don't respond to it. So try and uh, everybody, whenever you um, receive per marketing content or per sales content, channel that energy and think of it as something that can empower you and encourage you to create better content and do better. It's like uh, Patrick and I were at a restaurant uh, last month and the service was extremely slow. Uh, fair enough, they probably had some problems going on. I'm not, I'm not angry with them for that, but we said to each other, this is how our clients feel whenever we don't respond to them quick enough and try and channel that energy that you experience whenever you receive bad service and use it as a realization so that whenever you do your job as a recruiter, you do better than, than whoever was serving you bad. Um, Matt Craven says, when you text, you have an established relationship with these nurses or are they cold texting? So yeah, Matt, it will be dependent on what we're trying to achieve. So if we're trying to um, broaden the candidate pool of the organization, we would go out and use one of these sites, for example, to, uh, to scrape the, the information of those nurses and then put that into the taxing system to make them aware of who we are and try and start a conversation. If, if there are nurses that we do have a relationship with, then we've got them in our ATS and we're sending them content, which is trying to get them to, to take action. So it's like all it's like all marketing where the message needs to really depend on what stage that person is in your pipeline. And whilst, let's see, whilst you said you ignore all marketing, um, I think obviously you're at this webinar and we did marketing to you. So that's because we've sort of spoken to you. You've been a guest on the webinar. So we sent that specific message, like Matt, come along to the webinar. If you were someone that we had never met before, our message would have been a lot colder and it would have said, are you struggling to hire nurses? 98% of people use their cell phone each day texting during our webinar. So we're sending a specific message because you're colder uh, compared to if you're a, a person that we've spoken to before. 
So um, Krista says, great mind to think about our own experiences. Yeah, I think with candidates as well, that's, that's very important. Um, and it's just about being an empathetic person, like being a better recruiter, someone who understands how people work, understands what makes people tick and uh, channeling that energy is gonna be useful. So Chris Conrad says, any tips for text bots? I assume you mean like the things that automatically re reply, sort of like chatbots. The tips for those for me would be, you wanna make it, so we use chatbots a lot. That's why our organization is called Apply Chat. And uh, I, I learned from this that you can't make a human out of a, a chatbot or a text bot. You can only make uh, a marketing funnel. And by that, I mean something which quickly gathers information and then converts someone into uh, a candidate or a lead. So what I, uh, I sort of strategized upon it was, I want this to be 90% doable by a monkey. So by that, I mean, I want to put as many buttons, multiple choice options in as possible so that somebody can A, do it extremely quickly and B, not mess it up by typing things. So you can program an AI chatbot and spend two years making that, that's great. But whenever you're making a text bot, for example, on your website, it says, um, what's your qualification? I wouldn't let them type in their response to that. I would make that RN, LPN, CNA, or other. And if they say other, they're, they're put somewhere else. They're not for you. And then they're given the, the appropriate response. So if you're uh, delving in to the more automated side of texting, I would recommend that you use as many buttons as possible, multiple choice options, and keeping it extremely simple rather than trying to replace a recruiter. Uh, we've got some more questions. So um, Jill says, how many candidates can you text at one time with the software you're currently using? So Jill, we're using our own uh, CRM, Apple Chat ATS. Um, if you want to learn more about it, just connect with me or Patrick on LinkedIn and we can have a chat about it. But that, well, we haven't came across a limit on the amount of text we've had. The most we've sent out was 7,000 in one go. Um, so with our software, that that was how many we sent out. There are rules, so it's not it's not the Wild West. There are rules that, that stop you sending 300,000 texts in one second of the click of the button. Uh, with our software, it, it spreads those texts out across several hours, so we're not uh, we're not violating the, the carrier rules of how many texts can be sent out per hour. But I haven't come across a software that, that says, you know, you can only send a certain amount of texts uh, through our system. Um, if anybody has any other questions, put them in. I know there's been a lot. Seamless.ai, I'm not sure are these free. Um, 
I think they have free trials. <laughs> the, 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 best, uh, the best free option for you is going to be, uh, Jessica, it's going to be LinkedIn. I mean, if you add connections on LinkedIn, then you can click on those people's profiles and get their contact information. That will be the free option. I know that those two are, are pretty low cost, however. Um, we've got some more messages. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, thanks everyone for coming. Um, unless, unless you uh, want to sort of learn a little bit more about texting, um, you, uh, I, I'll reword that. <laughs> if you want to learn a little bit more about texting, just uh, again connect with Patrick or I on LinkedIn and join the the Facebook group where we'll be doing some. Uh, some sort of reviews of this this call and going over some of the results we've got. I want to reiterate that I'm not asking you all to go away and text everyone in your database or go away and start sourcing for free text tomorrow. I'm asking you to make a decision in the next couple of days if this is going to be something that you're going to start exploring as an organization is something's going to be worthwhile, something that you're going to actually do, um, rather than just another option that sits on the, sits on the shelf as a, as a possibility. The, the key to, to meeting your targets is taking action and trying something. And if it doesn't work, trying something else, try something else until you find that thing that does work. So that's what I want your takeaway to be from this call. I will, uh, I will share the, the presentation with a little summary in our Facebook group and on my LinkedIn so you can refer back to it and think about it. But I hope that you find this useful and it's sparked some new ideas for your uh, sourcing. And as I mentioned before, if you'd like any advice or help from Patrick or myself, then just connect with us on LinkedIn or you can stay to the end. Um, we can have a, a brief chat. But that's it from me. I'm gonna hand it back over to, to Patrick, who's gonna close this off. But yeah, thanks for coming everyone. And we'll hopefully see you at the next one. So Patrick, are you good to go? Yep, I'm, I'm uh, unmuted now. So great, thanks everyone. That was really interesting. Lots of feedback, lots of comments, that's fantastic. Uh, as Adam uh, commented or alluded to, we're going to send the recording around to everyone once it's ready. So you can look forward to getting the link to the recording in your inbox. Uh, we will have another webinar on nurse recruitment in about two weeks. So again, watch for the invitations to, to that and make sure to follow up. If you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn, do that. I put the link in the chat a few minutes ago. And just a reminder, I think we've got about 12 people so far from today that uh, joined our, our nurse recruitments secrets Facebook group. So uh, feel free to continue doing that. I just put the link in the chat again a moment ago, and we will send you the sheet with the nurse responses on their input on sign on bonuses. So uh, please join us in the Facebook group. That'd be really great. And uh, lastly, if you're interested in hearing how AppleChat Healthcare can help you source more passive nurse candidates from non-job board channels, please do connect with me on LinkedIn, or I'll also put um, a link in the chat where you can book right into my calendar and we can have a conversation 
about that. So I think that's it for now. Um, again, lots of questions and lots of interest in this. So if anyone wants to stay on and have an additional conversation about texting or about nurse recruitment in general and sourcing passive nurse candidates, please stay on and Adam and I will be here and we can have a smaller group conversation as well. Thanks everyone. We look forward to seeing you, you. at our next webinar. Thank you.